Hello, and welcome to Gimme the Creeps with Abby and... Hello, Daniela. So this week, it's my episode. I think we mentioned sleep last week, didn't we? Did we? Or nightmares oh, or... when we talked about my mom's uh, lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. Sleep should be very comforting... It's a time when you just relax. You're not really thinking. You're not doing anything. You're getting rest. You should feel great in the morning if you're getting a good sleep. However, it's not always the case. Um, I kind of went down this rabbit hole of why most people don't get good sleep. What is good sleep? How can we um, get help to get better sleep? But sometimes it actually makes it worse whenever you're trying to get help to get good sleep. Mm -hmm. That reminded me of um, when you said that, like, trying to get help usually doesn't or it sometimes doesn't make it any better. It reminded me of all those movies that are like they lure like a group of people to like some fucking haunted house for sleep studies and half of them end up dying. (laughs) It's interesting that you brought up sleep studies because I actually have had a sleep study done. Really? Yeah, I was going to say that for the end because it's a stupid story, but, and I barely remember. I was in like the third grade, but (sighs) the reason, the reason why I had to go to like a sleep specialist facility was I was gifted with freaking huge tonsils and (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't know if I'm outing myself or if this is bad or good, but I think we were trying to get the military insurance to cover my tonsil surgery, like to have them removed. Because uh-huh. I, f- I feel like most people don't see sleep specialists for their tonsils. I feel like the, the doctors just look at them and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll get those out. Yeah. But I had to go prove pretty much to them that I couldn't breathe when I was sleeping. Yeah. I had huge tonsils and I'm pretty sure a lot of people – have had their tonsils removed because they were large. <laughs> I had to spend the night in this weird hospital room with wires like attached to my chest and my head and stuff to monitor my breathing since those fucking tonsils would block my breathing hole. So anyway, I was bummed that I was either going to be late the next day because we were going to watch the Scooby-Doo movie in my third grade class. <laughs> so that's just so ridiculous. And I had the tape. Like I had the VHS tape already. I don't know why I was, I guess just the, you know, watch it with your friends. With my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's the one thing I remember <laughs> about that whole thing. But I went to bed at a normal time and everything. I don't even remember if I was like, because, you know, sometimes you wake up a bunch because you're not in your bed. I don't remember if I, I think I slept normally somehow. And um, long story short, they confirmed that my airways were getting blocked in my sleep. And I and they believed my parents and I had the worst sore throats during that uh, whenever I had my tonsils. So I was so relieved. And I would also wake up choking in the middle of the night because my tonsils would like literally squeeze together while I was breathing and they would oh. close my airway. Yeah, apparently they were like a pretty impressive size whenever the doctors were like looking at them. And all the tonsilless people know what their new skill is with that throat that doesn't have tonsils in it anymore. Get out of here. But at the time, <laughs> at the time of me uh, being tonsilless, I was upset. Oh. Yeah, I, it was in third grade. I was upset because I couldn't have pizza for months. And I loved pizza. <laughs> um, until they healed. But they were extremely painful. I woke up screaming. And it might have to do with the anesthesia 
I think I woke up too soon, which is fucking scary. So I was having really vivid nightmares. And then they were, I woke up while they were still wheeling me to the, to the main room or whatever, where all the other kids go afterward. You were having nightmares while you were under anesthesia? That's what it felt like. I was like scared. It was strange. Um, And I didn't have that many nightmares as a kid. So it happened also when I had surgery. I got like silver caps put on my cavities when I was a kid too. And they had to put me under for that. (laughs) And it was the same thing. I had a dream that all the doctors were robots and they wouldn't listen to me. And I was awake while they were trying to operate on me. Yeah, I remember that. I told my mom when I woke up and she was like, that is weird. Is that normal? I thought like, I, I thought most of the time whenever you're put under anesthesia, it's like you don't, your brain doesn't. Everything should shut down, right? Well, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, most people only remember like being in the right. in the room and then you waking up down, in the you room. You to seven and then your eyes wake up oh, or open yeah. and you're, you're done. Yeah. I don't know. Ew, now you're keeping me out more. I hope I don't have to go under That's for anything else. I was like, excuse me? That whole time. Yeah. Have, you, have you been under anesthesia before? Yeah. And nothing and happened? Nothing you happened. just remember waking up? Yeah, I just remember waking up. Weird. Yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. I hope people comment on experiences that they had. I don't know. I guess it doesn't hit everybody the same or maybe the, sure. the amount People mess up on the amounts all the time, which is so scary. Some people wake up during their surgeries. Yeah, that is terrifying. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I was screaming when I woke up and my mom, she calmed me down by telling me I was scaring the other kids. (laughs) (laughs) Not not trying to be like, you're okay. Like, I'm here. Like, everything's fine. But that wasn't working. (laughs) You're like, I don't give a shit. But then when it came to other people judging me, I was like, oh. As and usual. There it is. A <laughs> <laughs> deep seated trauma. <laughs> it's true. Anyways. So um yeah, sleep studies are I like the the horror movies that include sleep studies because we don't know a lot about not only just the human brain in general, but well, we do, but there's still more to learn. And then also mm-hmm. everyone's brain is freaking different. All their chemicals are different. There's no way to tell how things are going to affect you. So um, getting back to what I was saying, sleeping medications, I fell down this rabbit hole of histamines and what they do and antihistamines, which are in medications to help you sleep because they block the histamine receptors and all this and that. And the long story short was that for some people, it'll help but in all people, it'll only help for a while, like for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I used, for this part, I used the sleepfoundation.org, emedicinehealth.com, and mayoclinic.org. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't look up how to say this word. I thought you were going to start singing. singing. <laughs> <laughs> You hear me Uh, scream and sing in one episode? I was like, damn. Okay. (laughs) You were just sitting there. Am I dreaming? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Soma ambulism. Ambulism? Somnambulism is a behavior that occurs during deep sleep where someone ends up walking or performing complex behaviors while fully asleep. When awake, the person most likely won't know what happened or that they were sleepwalking. Sleepwalking disorder can range from simply sitting up to fucking driving a car. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Yeah. You can be unconscious while you operate your vehicle. So the human brain is astounding and fucking scary. It's a misconception to not wake the person who is doing this because, you know, they say don't wake a sleepwalker. But why? It's actually, I don't know why people say that. I, I think it mostly comes from a, a superstitious thing, to be honest, or I didn't research the part where, where the misconception came from, but Mm-hmm. It's more dangerous to not wake the person who's sleepwalking well, for yeah. obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, my brother used to sleepwalk. Ooh, creepy. that is terrifying. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna ask my parents about that and ask him about that because I for- I totally forgot that he used to kind of do that. He would just be like walking and not doing anything though. I only sleptwalk whenever I lived in the house on Willoughby, that fancy one. You did? Yeah, and it was really scary. I'll tell you about it at the end though. Oh my gosh, yeah. I never knew this. Okay, yeah, I'm curious about that. So yeah, we'll save that mm-hmm. so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a misconception to not wake the sleepwalker. You should actually wake them up because it's dangerous if you don't sometimes. Um, children are more prone to sleepwalking than adults are, and a sleep-deprived person is more likely to sleepwalk than a non-sleep-deprived person. Mm-hmm. Sleep deprivation is a big catalyst. Many rely on medications or some other outside source for melatonin to get a restful sleep, but can we rely on these sources to just give us a restful sleep? Well, according to Mayo Clinic and ChooseWisely.org, one should be careful about what they take to sleep. Sedative hypnotics or tranquilizers can affect the brain and spinal cord, and with sleeping medications like Benadryl, Aleve PM, and others that use diphenhydramine, which is a sedating antihistamine, it could become somewhat... uh, of not an addiction, but antihistamines are compounds that block histamine receptors, and the antihistamines block the action of histamines in the brain to give drowsiness but cause you to build a sort of tolerance. And because of this, the once restful sleep becomes less effective and you have a hungover feeling the next day. And I think that sucks. Mm-hmm. Especially if you didn't have fun the day before. So there's no reason. Weird. Doctors suggest trying other methods to get better sleep, especially for senior and older people, because they those um, histamines, antihistamines, stay in the body longer. They may cause confusion and memory problems oh, that can no. lead to more falls and hip injuries. Oh, shit. And increase the risk of car accidents. I gotta make my grandma stop taking Benadryl. Does she? She takes it yeah, to sleep? Yeah, she takes... No, not to sleep. She takes it for her allergies. Yes. Um, that's the thing. With antihistamines, they're suppo- that's what they're supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. So when people are take, Because, you know, there's um, different effects for... So what it does is basically... <clears throat> the histamine receptors that are in your body, they're in your lungs, your brain different organs and stuff. And when you use those antihistamines for allergies, what it's doing is it's allowing your symptoms of allergies to lessen, which are like your run- your nose is running, your blood vessels are open. Because mm-hmm. that's what the histamines are supposed to do. They're supposed to um, react to the allergen that's entering your body and it's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. But with allergies, it's like more, it's bothersome. It's too intense. So the antihistamines are supposed to kind of lessen those and they make you drowsy. So that's why some allergy medications in the past would make people drowsy. But Claritin and newer allergy medications are non-drowsy. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the thing is. Like, yeah, as you as we get um, further along with medication and in science and stuff, we can find ways to better target what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and avoid what we're not trying to do. But some people still use 
medications yeah. that yeah, for, for other things, but just because, you know, the the side effect, god damn it, the side <laughs> effect is drowsiness. So they're like, okay, I'll just use that. It makes me sleepy. Yeah. But it's actually supposed to do something else. So it's mm-hmm. kind of not good. Anyways, okay, so back to sleepwalking. Um, it's not associated with any significant psychiatric or psychological problem, but some triggers are sleep deprivation, sedative agents like alcohol, febrile illness, and certain medications like the ones I mentioned. Things like chaotic schedules, fever, stress, magnesium deficiency, and alcohol intoxication can trigger sleepwalking where you're you're asleep, but your body can still function. Mm -hmm. Um, Drugs, for example, like the sedative hypnotics that I mentioned, they can promote sleep, neuroleptics, drugs used to treat psychosis, minor tranquilizers, which are drugs that produce a calming effect, stimulants that are drugs that are that increase activity, and antihistamines, drugs used to treat symptoms of the allergies, can cause sleepwalking. Hypnosis and other treatments can fix this and the use of sedative hypnotics. So, like, the sedative hypnotics can either help with sleepwalking or they could cause the sleepwalking. That's yeah. what's so complicated about this whole thing. And that's why I was like reading and reading and reading. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's no solution. But apparently hypnosis has has uh, helped some people. And I think that that's so interesting because a lot of people that I've spoken to don't think that getting hypnotized is real. Yeah. But I'm seeing more and more that even just hypnotic therapy helps people, mm-hmm. which is so strange. I've always wanted to get hypnotized. Me too. I'd be putting myself on blast for sure. I know, right? You just fucking say all your fucking deepest, darkest secrets. I feel like some people, even though they're paying a counselor or a therapist to help them, they still don't want to look bad to their therapist. So they might hide certain things or, you know, it'll take longer for those things to come out. So Mm -hmm. hypnosis has proven to be a useful method. Yeah. So for decades, we have been taught to be weary of strangers, being unknowing of their intentions and the possibility of them doing us harm. But what if the person you should fear is yourself? There are times when we can't trust our own actions, like while we are sleeping. Today, I will be covering the occurrences of sleepwalking that turned into nightmares. I know, dude, this, (laughs) that scares me when you're not in control. Mm -hmm. Jules Lowe, 32-year-old man. On an October night in 2003, in Walkden, Greater Manchester, chronic sleepwalker Jules Lowe was out drinking with his brother and father after the passing of his stepmother. That night, he got out of bed and beat his elderly father to death. Shut your mouth. His father, Eddie Lowe, had 90 injuries, including a broken nose, 12 rib fractures, and a brain hemorrhage. Jules was put through the most intense scientific studies in British legal history to discover his sleep patterns. He was found not guilty in March of 2005 by reason of insanity. He was put into a mental institution indefinitely due to him being a danger to society. What the fuck, dude? There will be other times when someone's not guilty, and I'll go ahead and cover this now. They are using the insanity plea mm-hmm. because for a temporary it's like a temporary plea of insanity so it's like while you're unconscious you know you're not in control of your actions you like lose it you it's it was it might have been triggered by he was asleep he heard a noise he beat him to death you know what i mean yeah 
it's not, it's something that a normal, healthy person wouldn't usually do. And if by definition, he's usually healthy and normal and has no other underlying me- mental issues, that's what they're going to call it. Because it's it's hard in legal terms to to mix the medical terms with the legal terms and have it meet eye to eye. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll use um, reason of insanity. But isn't that just so scary? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, oh, I can't even imagine living with somebody that could possibly do that. And that's violent. 12 rib fractures and a brain hemorrhage. Dear God. So apparently this man was found in his driveway. So I don't think he even made it inside. I'm not sure. He was extremely drunk, but yeah, it's weird. It was a weird situation. He was a sleepwalker. So it's easier to believe that whenever they've had this have had that happen before. But if it hadn't, then it's more like, okay, yeah. Are you lying? Because mm-hmm. then in that case, anybody can just lean on a sleepwalking. Right. Anyone could say that shit. Yeah. This one's a spooky one. Mm-hmm. Robert Ledru Le was a detective in 1880s Paris, France. In 1887, Andre Monet was shot to death on the beach and Ledru was put on the case. Immediately, he noticed something interesting. There were footprints in the sand. The killer was missing a big toe on the right foot. LeDrew was also missing a big toe on his right foot. He recalled waking with wet socks. He told the authorities he must have done this in his sleep. They placed him in a cell with a gun loaded with blanks. And sure enough, that night he began firing rounds at the jail guards. Shut the fuck up. Yes, dude. Can you freaking? Why would and he was a detective to see if he would wake up and shoot. Yeah, but they had I blanks. feel like there's... Okay. Yeah, yeah, they had the they gave him a gun with blanks. His stress and untreated syphilis caused this violent activity. Ew. Apparently syphilis, I I forgot about that that syphilis will eat away at your brain yeah. and cause like dementia and s- weird sleep behaviors and stuff. It's Isn't that what happened to Al Capone? Yes, that movie uh Capone just came out and I was watching movie reviews and I didn't know he had a uh, dementia that was caused by by syphilis. Uh-huh. That's strange. I didn't even, I forgot that could even happen. He was able to keep his job and he moved to the country with guards and medical personnel watching him until his death in 1937. Wow. Whenever he realized that his socks were wet the morning he woke up, he also, obviously like that was weird to him. But then when he saw the sand and he saw the toe missing, he was like, okay, and I'm also missing a bullet from my revolver, which is always fully loaded. Mm-hmm. He was missing a so all of these things just stacked up and he just admitted like it must have been me but then i'm wondering like is this that's the first and only time he's killed someone randomly like that well it might have been like when his syphilis finally got really bad you're right timothy brueggemann 51 relied on ambien for sleep he had been suffering from insomnia for years he once crashed his pickup truck into his garage while sleep driving once In winter of 2009, in Hayward, Wisconsin, he walked outside in the snow with only a fleece shirt and boxers on. He then died of hypothermia. Mm. It turns out that he was taking pills with alcohol, and it is believed that this caused his death. That is nuts. Ambien is like crazy by itself, too. Yeah, I heard that that one is one of the main ones that actually causes the sleepwalking. Mm Mm-hmm one of the bigger medications that cause it. Yeah, it does. It can cause uh, memory loss. Uh, well, a lot of the, these medications can. 
Ivy Cogden from Carnegie, Australia, was extremely protective of her 19-year-old daughter, Patricia. She had night terrors and sleepwalking episodes from time to time, but they never scared her much. Patricia mentioned possibly becoming a transport driver should the Korean army invade Australia. On August 11, 1950, Ivy dreamt Korean soldiers were attacking Patricia. She took an axe and swung it down onto her bed. The next morning, she found out what she had done. She had swung the axe right into her daughter's head. Dude. Yeah, while she was asleep. Ivy was arrested and pled not guilty. A jury believed her, as did experts, and she died two years later in a psychiatric hospital. Oh, that's sad. I know. That is really sad. Mm. That's what that's what freaks me out is like you don't even know what you're doing. It's yeah. just not James Currens, 77 of Florida, was a sleepwalker. In 1998, one night he fell asleep and then woke up in a pond with feet sunken into the mud. He was surrounded by alligators. What the fuck? Luckily, he had his cane in hand and he screamed for help. He fought off alligators with his cane and a neighbor called the police and helped him using lights to disorient the alligators. So he was rescued. What the fuck? 77. <laughs> Somebody go get your grandpa. Go get your pop pop. That is fucking crazy that he fit like he straight <laughs> he up. He had his cane. Yeah, dude. Get, that's gators eat people all the time. And because he was sleepwalking, nobody would have known. What yes. if some people that are, have gone missing, they've just wandered into a place with I wild animals? I would and- be surprised. <laughs> that reminds me of that lady... Have you heard about that lady that got eaten by one? Not that long ago. Yeah. When? Like, I want to say maybe like at the beginning of the month or some shit. Maybe, or maybe it was the end of last month. I don't remember, but it was recent. And she was at a friend's house and like they had been like drinking and shit. And their house is like they have like a, I don't know if it's a pond or a lake or what the fuck right there by their Mm -hmm. house, but. They were in the backyard, everybody, and, like, she went over there, and they were, like, yelling at her to come back. Like, it was her friend and her friend's husband and her husband, and, like, all these people were there. And, Mm -hmm. or, well, a small group of people were there. And she walked out there, and they were, like, yelling at her to come back, and she was, like, they were telling her that there was an alligator, that one had just killed a deer, like, the other day. And she Mm -hmm. replied well, I don't look like a deer. And the Mm. alligator came out and she went over there and was like trying to touch it and it grabbed her. So it it grabbed her and everyone ran down there to help her and they like got a rope, they threw it to her and she was getting out. And she, the last thing she said was, well, I'll never do that again. And then the alligator grabbed her leg and like pulled her under and she drowned. Yeah, and she drowned. It's crazy because those things will stay so still that you think it's fine and then they just whip their head around and it will snap your neck. It's scary. It is scary that you're going to go fuck with something. Just, I don't know. I mean, she did it on purpose and this old man didn't even know what the fuck he was doing. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that one was something when I read that one. Um, Okie dokie. 
50-year-old Joseph Anthony Mitchell was trying to stop his home from being foreclosed on. He was suffering from insomnia and sleep deprivation, and on September 22, 2010, his 13-year-old daughter Alexis awoke to find her father strangling her brother Devin while he was wearing a Halloween mask. the fuck? She found four-year-old Blake dead, but Devin survived, and her mother, I guess, was untouched because she was alive. Dr. George Corvin, a forensic psychiatrist who testified for the defense, said that the stress and lack of sleep likely resulted in a case of non-REM parasomnia. Um, REM and non-REM is rapid, rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. So he was. it resulted in a case of non-rapid eye movement parasomnia. And parasomnia is a category of sleep disorder that involves abnormal movements, behaviors, emotions, perceptions, and dreams that occur while falling asleep, sleeping between sleep stages, or during arousal from sleep. Hmm. Mm-hmm. His stress and lack of sleep likely resulted in a case of non-REM parasomnia, a sleep disorder where he could perform random acts unconsciously and could become violent if triggered by a loud noise. However, Nancy Laney, a psychologist at Central Regional Hospital in Butner, who interviewed Mitchell four times over the past year, disputed that claim, saying she found no evidence that Mitchell suffered from any mental condition that would have left him unconscious at the time of the attacks. She argued that he consciously planned and carried out the crime. Prosecutors dismissed the sleepwalking defense, saying that the family's financial difficulties drove Mitchell to kill Blake and try to kill the other children. After the attacks, he barricaded himself in a home office where he stabbed himself three times and slit his throat. Holy however, shit. However, the jury was unanimous in their decision for um, the, non, the not guilty verdict, but the judge would not allow for a lesser conviction than manslaughter. He was let free but became homeless. So that story is weird to me because he had a mask on. Yeah. Oui. That scared me. Like, <laughs> like from memory, you can remember where you put stuff and just like put it on, I guess. But that to me stuck out. And his whole his home getting foreclosed on, and he had been unemployed for two years. So, could he have been trying to kill the kids for insurance money? But he ended up homeless anyways. Exactly. I just don't know. He see he was like um squinting and blinking away tears but i'm not sure like in the trial Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure if he was upset for real that one's a tricky one i'll have to look into that one some more as far as evidence wise and stuff because they they second guessed that and he he was gonna get um first degree murder or second degree murder but the jury was not budging on him getting to go free because they believed him that he was asleep. Mm-hmm. But that is one of the cases where he had never um, been a sleepwalker before this incident. He just suffered from insomnia and sleep deprivation. So I guess to a certain point, you do become a sleepwalker. Well, I thought sleep deprivation like made you like lose your mind a little bit. Well, yeah, that's true, too. Um, I guess I don't know if he even claimed that he was asleep during this, um, as in like he was sleepwalking or he just doesn't know what happened. Because sometimes they just say, I don't know what happened. Yeah. And then through testing and stuff, they're like, oh, his brain is lacking this much chemical. He must not be getting any sleep. Yeah. <sighs> that, that is what I would want to look into more, but uh, I'll go on to the next This one was actually, despite how much evidence there was against him, it was said that it's for sure 
it was a sleepwalking incident. And this was a big one. It was in Canada, I think Toronto, Canada. Kenneth Parks was 23 and riddled with anxiety, insomnia, and he had a gambling problem. He was fired when he stole $30,000 from his company to support his gambling problem. He lost his job and was facing charges in 1987. Uh, I believe he was awaiting trial during this time, what I'm about to mention. On May 23rd, 1927. 1927? I'm like, that's too long ago. Okay. On May 23rd, 1987, he rose out of bed and drove 14 miles to his in-law's house. Oh, no. He got a tire iron out of his trunk and entered their home using the key that he had. He then beat his mother-in-law with the tire iron and stabbed her to death, then proceeded to beat his father-in-law into unconsciousness. He left Barbara and Dennis Woods and headed for their teenage daughter's room, but stopped at the door and then left. Um, But before he had gone to their bedroom door, he took the phone off the hook that was in the kitchen. For what? He woke up. I don't know. Isn't that bizarre? But Maybe I guess, he was trying to come out of sleep to call. I don't know. Because that almost s- looks like he didn't want them to call the cops, right? But, I mean, if he thought that he killed them, there would be no calling the cops anyways. Maybe he thought the two girls heard the daughters. I don't know. Or that's just a sleepwalking thing. You just randomly yeah, catch see, shit. That's what I'm trying to say is, like... Your brain is going through all these things while you're asleep anyway, like your memories, your um, things you would do if you were awake, Mm -hmm. but you're not awake. And then things you wouldn't do if you were awake, which is like killing your Mm in-laws because they apparently had a very good relationship, a very strong relationship. uh, But I'll I'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, He woke up in his car to bloody hands and bloody clothes. So he drove to the police station and he confessed. He arrived at 4.45 a.m. covered in blood and said, I just killed someone with my bare hands. Oh, my God. I just killed someone. I've killed two people. Oh, my God. I've just killed two people with my hands. I just killed two people. I killed them. I just killed two people. I just killed my mother and my father-in-law. I stabbed and beat them to death. It's all my fault. The police said that he seemed distressed and was shaking. He did not appear to be in pain despite having cut tendons in both hands. Ow. This is an example of disassociative analgesia, a profound blunting of pain sensation in the absence of painkillers. Dissociative analgesia can occur during states of sleepwalking, but also after drug use and in cases of shock or great distress. Mm -hmm. After careful examination of the case, the experts could find no other explanation of the crime than sleepwalking. Kenneth underwent a series of sleep tests and psychological tests, and the... EEG scans showed that Kenneth had some abnormal brain activity during deep sleep and periods of partial awakenings, which is indicative of um, parasomnia. So I guess the partial awakenings would might be the phone thing. If he was going to call, like he freaked out for a second, mm. but then he put the phone down off the hook. That's my guess. If, if it is a sleepwalking incident. Yeah. Um, Since there was allegedly no way to fake one's own EEG results and Kenneth had appeared to feel no pain when he arrived at the police station, it was determined that he was sleepwalking when he attacked his in-laws. And the uh, writer of this article was Dr. Barrett Brogard, a professor of philosophy and director of Brogard Lab for Multisensory Research at the University of Miami. 
He had um, killed his in-laws in 1987, and his trials took place in 1992. Jeez. Uh, he had a wife and an infant daughter and was suffering from insomnia and anxiety, like I mentioned. And he had uh, gambling debts and a, 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 an impending trial. Okay, so so the main supporters for him being a, uh, in a sleepwalking state while this happened was the tendons on his hands and how he didn't feel the pain and the EEG scans that showed mm-hmm. that he had abnormal brain activity during deep sleep and uh, parasomnia, yada, yada. The experts described Kenneth's actions as the result of many circumstances converging. He had plans to fix his in-law's furnace He was familiar with the route that he would take to get to their home, and he was restless from anxiety and worried about the upcoming trial. The experts thought that it suddenly occurred to Kenneth in his sleep that he should fix the in-law's furnace. When he got up and drove to the house, he was startled by his in-laws. He attacked both of them without knowing what he was doing. So also, I should mention that her body was found outside of the bedroom, like six feet away, Mm -hmm. like in the hallway. So... If if she did get startled by him being in the home in the middle of the night, that's where he would have killed her. And then he killed the father-in-law after, um, I'm guessing, because he awoke in the midst of the um, the act or whatever. Yeah. And uh, the rest, this is off of psychologytoday.com. Sleepwalking doesn't automatically lead to a full acquittal. An involuntary act entitles a, an accused to an unqualified acquittal only if the automatic condition did not originate in a disease of the mind that has made the person insane. In the latter case, the accused is not entitled to a full acquittal, but only to a verdict of insanity. Disease of the mind is not a medical term, but a legal term. Because it is a legal term, a trial judge cannot rely blindly on medical opinion, but must also consider the likelihood of reoccurrence and the cause of the act. Um, I guess that's why they mention you're a danger to society, so we're giving you this many years in case in the future he does it again. Yeah. Um, So a condition stemming from the internal makeup of the accused rather than external factors should also lead to a verdict of insanity. These two conditions might seem sufficient to justify less than full acquittal of sleepwalkers who kill. But the defense at Kenneth's trial argued that a combination of the external factors caused the killing and that it was unlikely that a similar combination of external factors should occur again in the future. The combination of the huge amount of stress, his insomnia, his anxieties, and having something to do for his in-laws, I guess. That's what they mean, the convergence of all Oh, my God. It all came together and confused his actions while he was sleepwalking Mm -hmm. is what they concluded. And, of course, they take into account the relationship among the family. He was very close. He was pretty close with his in-laws, and they respected him a lot. The only downside to that was... Apparently, that morning, whenever he woke up that morning, he was going to head over and have lunch with his in-laws and his wife and um, and tell them about his gambling addiction. Oh. So maybe his brain also put together that that is not something he wants to do. And the only way to avoid that is if they didn't exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? But he had been out of work for two years, you said? No, that was the other guy. That was um, Joseph Anthony Mitchell. This guy had just been out of work for, I think, like a few weeks or oh, okay. um, a few months because the trial was happening and everything. Mm-hmm. They fired him. And, oh, um, I thought he was fired, and then it was like two months, blah, blah, blah. Why? I'm not sure how long. 
That's, I mean, two years, not two months. <laughs> that is still really weird. But I guess that explains why they say not to wake up a sleepwalker. They could either hurt themselves or somebody else. Yeah. If they don't come out of it right away, then they'll um, hurt you. Yeah. Because they don't know what's happening. Or, you know, in their dream or in their hallucinations while they're half, you know, fully asleep, but their actions are awake. Yeah. They will hurt. They will, you know, react. Yeah. And um, I didn't. Oh, I didn't mention this earlier that so in my notes, I had put down the statistics for sleepwalking and how children are usually the ones to be sleepwalkers until they reach puberty. Mm -hmm. 15% of children between the ages of four to 12 will experience sleepwalking. So I thought that was an interesting um, statistic. Yeah. And then after they, and then if they sleepwalk after puberty, mm -hmm. that might just be that that's what they're going to do when they get older. It's all of these factors that lead up to. I mean, could anybody be a sleepwalker then? If if we reached a certain level that our brains couldn't handle staying asleep, and then we become sleepwalkers, it's it's different levels for everyone. Is yeah. what it's looking like to yeah. me. Yeah. Which is just so interesting and extremely scary. Yeah, that is terrifying. Uh, imagine if we were all overworked, overstressed, and just started sleepwalking. Who knows what we would be doing? The country collectively is stressing. So, I mean. And that, yeah. Mm -hmm. We could all be sleepwalkers now. Oh, dear. It's true. Dr. Naveed Saleh on Psychology Today mentions that very rarely do the newer sleeping aids that target specific receptors cause side effects of sleepwalking. Less than 1% of the participants in studies became sleepwalkers. However, it is still possible to blame these medications. The mentioned medication in this case is Zolpidem. More than more often, the side effects are dizziness, drowsiness, diarrhea, headache, fatigue, psychiatric effects such as worsening depression, aggression, hallucinations, confusion, memory loss, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. That sounds the, terrible. The other thing, the reason why it says worsening depression is because a lot of times people already have underlying depression issues mm -hmm. that are actually causing the sleep deprivation in the first place, causing the insomnia. The depression is what keeps you awake. Mm -hmm. um, and then you take these medications and it actually makes your depression worse. So a lot of times people will go to a sleep specialist and the sleep specialist will say, go see a regular medical doctor first, because that way they'll find all the other issues that are causing the sleep deprivation first before they just jump into the neurological issues. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. the, the reason why you're not sleeping is actually you're on your phone too long before bed. Your diet is ridiculous. You mm -hmm. need to change your diet. Um, just different things. I, I'm not going to go on here and say I'm against medications. I think um, if you need the chemical help, then that's fine. Um, I don't usually even take aspirin if I'm in a little bit of pain, but mm -hmm. some people are used to just automatically taking ibuprofen yeah. whenever they're in, in some pain. It's it's up to them. It's their bodies. I'm never one to judge that. However, when you go straight to wanting to take Ambien, when you've never taken any kind of, you know, steps to get better sleep, mm -hmm. I'm kind of a little iffy about that because yeah. then it's going to cause other issues whenever it could have been a simple fix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what they do. And they do that in therapy too. Well, not every time, but a, like the really good doctors will try to not give you medicine for that exact mm -hmm. reason because it could make it worse. Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, it should always, in my opinion, and I'm not a doctor, I, this is not a medical opinion or medical advice. I, I just think you should maybe take smaller steps first, see if that affects it at all. If it doesn't, the last resort should be something stronger yeah, I because then you become reliant on something and then you become tolerant of it or, mm -hmm. you know, you build up a tolerance for it and then you need to take more or, you know, it just or ends up being nothing a else. Yes. Yeah, the chemical imbalance is just what scares me. That's all like yeah. your body is going to react. You know, if it's built a certain way, it's going to react with side effects somehow. Mm -hmm. Whether agree. they're extreme or small. Mm -hmm. Anyways, enough of that. Um, <clears throat> now for the fun one. Well, I say fun, but this is actually very problematic and scary also. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had never heard of it until now. But in Sydney, Australia, a middle-aged couple who I guess wanted to remain anonymous um, because I searched everywhere for who they might have been. But in Sydney, Australia, a middle-aged couple was married for many years and the husband was used to his wife's sleep talking. Mm -hmm. However, he started finding used condoms in his home. What? Then he started finding more and more used condoms and he was like, huh. And I guess he didn't say what the fuck is going on here because I would have. Yeah, what? How are these used condoms getting in my house? <laughs> that is really fucking, oh my God. So one <laughs> night he awoke. I know, I feel like I shouldn't laugh, but it's just, it's just like, hello, what the fuck? One night he awoke to an empty space in their bed and he went looking for his wife. He found a man having sex with his wife in their home while she was sleeping. What? But she was like, they were fucking. Like, she was awake, but she was, like, sleep fucking. Wait a minute. Wait. Okay. Tell me the whole fucking thing right now, because I'm she, like. Apparently, she had no idea that she would be leaving the house and bringing strangers back to her house. Strangers? At least it was safe sex. There were condoms. Yeah, but oh my god, strangers, dude! I know. How uh, how is she doing that asleep though? I will explain. Sex somnia, also known as sleep sex, is a distinct form of parasomnia or an abnormal activity that occurs while an individual is asleep. Sex somnia is characterized by the individual engaging in sexual acts while non rapid eye movement sleep is. Is, they're in they're in non-REM sleep uh, uh okay wait a minute <laughs> let me finish this and we can go back through psych through psychiatric counseling they returned to their mon monogamous marriage so okay uh, she, stopped, she stopped doing that shit <laughs> after they did that but i can see like <sighs> okay you're gonna have to tell your story so that i can finish saying what i'm gonna say yeah, that's it. They they fixed it. No, She's no, no. You're, I thought you were going to share your... But the your... rest of this, yeah, I'm going to... Me? Yeah, I thought you were going to share your little tidbit. My business? I thought you were. No? No! Oh, uh, <laughs> you did say before I pressed the <laughs> She didn't say anything, y'all. She didn't say shit. Just ignore that. I didn't. That. Okay. Okay. So... But wait. She... I have more. Well, I just have a question... How Ask. was she, how was she going Dude. out and talking to strangers while she was asleep? Like, I just picture okay. her like caveman talking like, huh, huh, follow me. Right? Shit. Like, I don't like, what the fuck? <laughs> like she and just is she in her, her pajamas? Hand. Like, is she yeah. in full glam? 
She just That's grabs was their thinking. hand and puts them on her titty. <laughs> <laughs> she just grabs it and she's like, here. <laughs> she freaking, they, they were, uh, they went to uh, completion according to the, some of those condoms. So what I'm thinking is she, <laughs> I know if there was juice in those condoms, dude, and, and the guy Oh, and then he's like touching them. Oh no. These aren't mine. Dude, I know. And did he all, just let them are they mine? Or did he pick them up? Like what's going on? I don't understand how he didn't say a goddamn thing until he found more. I wish that they would unmask themselves because I have some questions to ask them. Them twos. Australia, y'all are wild, but don't take offense to When it. did this happen? This happened in... Mm, ooh, you know what? doesn't even say. I think this happened... What in the world? It took me forever to find that it was a real thing, but it would still just say the couple from Australia. Mm. Let me look it up again. Well, because uh, if it was, like, in the 50s, I can understand they didn't want to, like, cause a fucking ruckus. But what the fuck? Wait. Yeah, and then I'm like, did he not Did he not pick up the condoms? And, like, he wouldn't know that they weren't his. When were condoms invented? A long-ass time ago? Yeah. Oh, the condoms were invented a long-ass time ago? <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind, then. Or, well, not, never mind. That could possibly have happened in the 50s. How do you just bring strangers when you're sleepwalking? First of all, it's dangerous. How did she not die? Second of all. Yeah, how, how do those people not, not like, like, steal shit? Or how did she randomly not pick a fucking serial killer up the side of the road? Like, And the sad part is, is that she's asleep so she's not consenting so if she were to wake up during the act she could you know file charges of rape and the person has no idea like, yeah i my guess this is just my guess is that she was going to bars and they were already maybe fucked up or you know under the influence so they couldn't see the the glossy eyed look in her eye that she was asleep but she was sleepwalking mm-hmm. and then they just came home and or to her house and had sex and then the the guy is just asleep like <laughs> and then he, he finally catches her. her and she like just pretends she's asleep <laughs> god well she ain't pretending she stayed asleep she, yeah, I'm sure I would try to fucking stay asleep too. My fucking husband caught Dude, me God. cheating on him with a stranger. Right. And then is it cheating? Because she was asleep. I mean, what's going on? So here? she says. That's another good point. I know. Did he wake her up? I want to know the details. Like, I wish I could find this guy and ask, and her too. I want to ask them questions because I did not know this was a thing. I don't it know just, when it started being a thing. This article is from 2004 from the BBC News website. Oh, interesting. Um, sleepwalkers who have sex sleep. Imagine finding unexplained condoms around your house and then waking up one night to find your partner having sex with a stranger. It might sound like an affair, but what if your cheating partner was fast asleep during the act? The phenomenon called sleep sex was described to doctors at a meeting in Australia. Hmm. Um, Mr. Buchanan told the Australian Asian Sleep Association how a patient of his who was a respectable middle-aged woman with a steady partner would leave the house while sleepwalking and have sex with strangers. The woman was totally unaware of her double life until her partner became suspicious and found her engaged in the act. 
He was aware of some sleepwalking, and there were circumstantial evidence, including the unexplained presence of condoms around the house, Mr. Buchanan told the conference. Mr. Buchanan ran a series of tests on the woman and diagnosed her problem, sleep sex. How this did he condition diagnose that? Distinct, right? <laughs> he would probably have to just put her to sleep in a room and see if she got up and started humping stuff. <laughs> This is a condition completely distinct from the sleepwalking, and it is a form of sleep disorder called REM behavioral disorder. Normally, when a person enters a phase of sleep called REM, um, rapid eye movement, in which he, we can often dream, our bodies are immobilized. In the case of sleep sex, this doesn't happen, and the person can act out their dreams. Hmm. So she's dreaming about having sex with strangers? I guess so. And then she's, it feels, or maybe it feels like she's having a dream, but she's actually doing it. You know you what? Know what I mean? Doing like rolling over and having sex with whoever the fuck you're laying next to makes more sense than her going, going out. Drive? Like, where yeah. was she on the? She was outside the driveway flashing her titties, and she was like, "Um, come sleep here. Come um, let me sleep <laughs> with me." Okay, I have more on sleep sex somnia. I'm gonna freaking have nightmares about this. Okay. <laughs> Sexomnia is considered a type of parasomnia, an abnormal activity behavior experience that occurs during deep sleep, yada, yada. Uh, It is a relatively new condition with the first official case reported in 1986. Oh. And according to a 2015 study, only 94 cases of sleep sex have been documented. But that means there could be more because people just don't document this shit. I mean. Um, Sex. It's putting you to sleep. Oh my god! Wow, that was really weird. Um, I'm sorry. You never yawned. I know. These. I also didn't drink a Red Bull today, so I'm trying to oh, cut back on caffeine. Um, that's another thing. Sleep dead. Yeah, dude. It's weird that you made this or that you're doing the episode on this because I literally mm-hmm. am trying to retrain my brain this week to fall asleep oh, early. Good idea. Good idea. There are times when I don't have caffeine and by the second day, it feels like I'm a zombie. And and it's because the leftover caffeine in my body has completely gone away and I'm running on the sleep debt that I have that I owe. Pretty much sleep debt is always there ever since the first time you have a energy drink or the first time that you don't get a full night's sleep and it just builds up and builds up and we just ignore it, ignore it, ignore it, take more energy drink supplements, take more of this and that. Yeah. And it's still there. So once you get rid of it, you're going to feel it. But then you know what? You'll feel way better when you start catching up on your sleep. Yeah. So it's good. From time to time, I do that. I do like a caffeine cleanse. Yes. I'm doing that right now. And I fucking hate it. But that explains why I'm tired because I've been going to bed at like 830. So how do you feel right when you wake up? Well, since I've been because I wasn't waking up at the time that I needed to wake up for work. I was like, I mean, I didn't have to wake up at fucking 545 anymore. But mm-hmm. um, I wanted to because that was still what my schedule was on the computer or whatever. And mm-hmm. I literally have the whole day to work from mm-hmm. 6 a.m. to 10 or I think 11. And I just didn't want to have to do it all day or whatever. But uh, this, the first on Monday when I woke up at 5.45, I was like ready to go. I think I woke up like a couple minutes before my alarm, like naturally. 
And Mm -hmm. I felt like a little squirrel. I was ready to go. Yeah. And then the afternoon slump is the most common when you're just like, oh, I've run out. I wasn't getting it until literally today is the first day that I am actually tired now. Like I'm like ready to go. Yeah. You just got to fight through it and try to be. uh, Yeah. I totally get it. That's it's weird. This is the first time. Early as shit. I think there's no real way to catch up on sleep debt, like completely, unless you've never had a bad night's sleep or an energy drink of any kind to supply your chemicals for energy. Well, even then, I feel like if you sleep too much, that even fucks you up. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, So... Sexomnia is also very difficult to study long-term because it takes place randomly during the night. The symptoms. Symptoms of sexomnia are um, self-touching or sexual motions, but it also can cause an individual to seek sexual intimacy with others unknowingly. Sexomnia may also occur at the same time as other parasomnia activities, such as sleepwalking or talking. So, Say she just was sleepwalking, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's just some random guy at the bus stop or something. And she's just like starts touching on him. What does he think's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so. You don't. The first thing you don't ask someone is like, are you awake? <laughs> I would at least be like, are you okay? <laughs> like, right. Or they're like, oh, this bitch is wild. I mean, you're going to ask questions. You're going to ask questions. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're going to ask questions. Well, who's to know? Maybe they did, and she answered them. But that's what I'm saying. How the fuck? Spicy. Like, how the fuck do you even know if she's ever awake? I don't know. know. Ooh, that's scary. How do we know we're awake right now? That's what I said earlier. What if we're sleeping? Shut shut your mouth. That's why the mute button doesn't work. Oh, my God. Oh, hell no. Have you read that one or heard that one creepypasta? No, stop it. I did. And I think that's why I thought of it. But you know what? I pushed Are you thinking about a lamp? the gist. God damn it, Abby. I just oh, finished saying I pushed the gist out of my head. And yeah, great. That one, that one <laughs> fucked me up for a while, dude. That one fucked me up. Because what if I just woke up right now and everything was different and I was like, dude, that one, like, it literally, like, hurt my heart. It made me feel sick. Yeah. It made me feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, dude. And he, oh, God. Oh, my God. I haven't heard about that story in a really long time and I can't believe he just did that to me. I'm so sorry. That sucks. It's shit like that. Whenever you're like, is this real? That's what fucked me up. It was a glitch in the Matrix, though, right? Yeah, it was. That's what it fell into. We're going to do an episode on that. We have to. And we can mention that one. Okay, here we go. Sometimes it is a partner, roommate, or parent who first notices symptoms of the condition. Sexual partners might also notice that their partner has an abnormally heightened level of sexual aggression and decreased inhibitions randomly in the night. Common symptoms of sexomnia episodes include fondling or rubbing, moaning, (laughs) heavy breathing and elevated heart rate, sweating, masturbating, pelvic thrusting, initiating foreplay with someone else, sexual intercourse, spontaneous orgasm, no recollection or memory of sexual events, blank or glassy stare during events, unresponsive to outside environment during events, inability or difficulty waking during events, denial of activities during the day when fully conscious, sleepwalking or talking. If you or someone you love is, no, I'm just kidding, like those commercials. (laughs) 
Um, aside from the physical symptoms that occur during episodes, sexomnia can have harmful emotional, psychosocial, and even criminal consequences. That's what oh, you said. Psychosocial, and I thought of Slipknot. Is that an album name? That is a song name. Ooh, I sounded like a mom. Is that one of your friends? <laughs> Whenever someone just mentions something. Uh, that's fucking funny. You kind of do remind me of that, Abby. <laughs> of what? Of, of a mom? A mom. <laughs> Thank you. I've heard that before. A mom with dad jokes. Oh, yeah. That one's definitely it. I say dad jokes a lot. And you write them down, too. That's even funnier. I do. But I don't want to forget them. Sometimes they're just too good. <laughs> that's like the grandparent that like prints out the memes and just puts them as with other parasomnias such as sleepwalking it seems sexomnia is caused by a disruption while the brain is moving between deep sleep cycles these disturbances are often called confusion arousals though the cause of sleep sex remain unknown Research shows that the condition has clear risk factors, primarily medical conditions, lifestyle habits, jobs, and medications that interfere with sleeping patterns. Triggers considered to increase the likelihood of sexomnia include lack of sleep, extreme exhaustion, excessive alcohol consumption, use of illegal drugs, anxiety, stress, poor sleeping conditions, too light, noisy, or hot, poor sleep hygiene or schedule, shift work, shift work, especially high-stress jobs such as military or hospital work, travel, sharing a bed with someone regardless of their relationship with the person. Oh, no. Dude, that's like anything. (laughs) I know. Anything can cause this. Obstructive sleep apnea is linked to many of the documented cases of sexomnia, likely because it causes disruptions during sleep. So pretty much what obstructive sleep apnea is, is uh, you stop breathing for a second. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. Hunter used to have that before he was on, before he got on keto, and it would scare the shit out of me because I'm a light sleeper, and I would feel him struggling next to me, and I would, like, shove him, and then he'd go, (gasps) and I'd be like, oh, my God. Jeremy does that what shit. If he, if he for, uh, does that not make you have a heart attack? Uh, yeah, the very first time that I ever heard it, I literally was like, "This is not gonna be good." Mm-hmm. Now I know why they check people check their babies every ten minutes. No, yeah, that's exactly what I do. If I cannot hear him snoring, I'm like, "Holy shit, he's dead." Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yes, oh my gosh, that's what. That's why I would um, remember you even commented because I snapchatted him snoring and I was like this is what I have to get used to now that we're married oh, yeah. <laughs> I snapchatted a, a video of him snoring and I am such a light sleeper so it took forever to get used to him snoring mm-hmm. and then I had to get rid of I had to get uh used to not hearing him snoring anymore so oh weird so he doesn't snore at all no <laughs> he sleeps silently now just from losing weight. Can you believe that shit? I can. That's insane to me that it that, that's a big difference. It's weird. Um so, and then of course it goes into other things linked to sleep apnea and everything. And like that that's why I fell into a rabbit hole because I was like this causes this and this causes that and it's like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. We can't fix everything, but sexomnia. Hmm. I wonder how many people don't report that because they're like, well, this is weird. Am I possessed? For the most part. <laughs> a sexual deviant, a, a demon has entered my body. A freaking uh, succubus or incubus has entered their body. And it's it's just a medical condition. Oh, my God. Ooh, that makes sense. 
anything can be a medical condition. You just have to learn. The, whenever we don't know shit, that's when we just lean on our superstitions. But I mean, come on, what's more fun? Yeah, superstitions. I feel like most people <laughs> don't say anything though, because if it is their significant other, they just think that they're being flirty mm-hmm. or whatever. You're like, oh, we're waking up oh, for yeah. sex, are we? Okay. Were you dreaming about me? They're yeah, like, no. some bullshit. They're like fucking <laughs> eyes glazed over and they're like just making caveman noises and shit. It's true. Ooh, you're rough tonight, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, shut the hell up. They're like, it's like you're not even you. And then, and then they wake up and they fucking slap her and shit and that's how she dies. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? Sleep is just an interest. The brain is just so bizarre it could be your worst enemy if that's how i want to die though when i'm old i want to die in my sleep i mean yeah i think that's how everyone would prefer to die mm-hmm. was it you that With said they wanted to die time. doing something exciting no what the fuck? oh who was that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Probably a lot of people but i just yeah I'm fuck all of that dude Mm-mm-mm. i want to be mm. peaceful no mess to clean up. Word. Mm. I just, mm-mm. I feel like My body's in, a, identifiable. in a past life, I might have died like dramatically. So I feel like that's why I'm like, let's keep it low key now. I want to know about my past life. I've never really put much thought into that. Yeah. Same, same. Too many cases to feel comfortable being asleep or having someone sleep next to you because Word. anything can happen mm-hmm. apparently when they're sleeping, even if it's never happened before. Would you like me to tell you my sleepwalking stories? Please tell me. So I already think that house was haunted to begin with by whatever the fuck was on that land before they built that shit. Because it was a brand new house, but it Mm -hmm. gave some fucking terrifying vibes. Yeah, like I was not comfortable in that house at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I moved in there, so... Because I loved it before, but whatever. Um, so Jeremy would sleep on the couch and in the living room. And then my room was like a little bit off of the living room. And mm-hmm. um, when I first started sleepwalking, I the very first time, because I've never sleptwalked before in my entire life before this. But so the first time when I woke up, I was standing in front of, I was standing right next to my bed, but I was facing the bathroom. And mm-hmm. I was standing up. When I woke up, I was like, what the fuck? Why am I standing? Like, it legitimately scared the fuck out of me. I wonder what woke you up. I don't know, but it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> so I went back to sleep. Like, I, w- I didn't, e- I don't even know if I went back to sleep. Like, I know I laid back down, but I was fucking scared. And then mm-hmm. the next time I did, I don't, n- I don't think it was like consecutive days in a row. Like, it was like, couple days in between or like a week or two in between but the second time I woke up and I was in the living room and I was facing the door the windows like there was the front door and then the living room and there were like windows right next to the front door and Mm -hmm. I was and then there's the couch next to the windows and Jeremy was sleeping on the couch. So I was standing in front of the windows, Look, but the blinds were closed. So I was just staring at the blinds and I woke up and Jeremy was right next, like sleeping on the couch. So, but he didn't see me, he didn't hear me, nothing. And I woke up mm-hmm. and once again, I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like I was freaking out. And then mm-hmm. the next time I woke up, I, okay, so... 
the you know how blinds have the strings where you can pull up the blinds or whatever and on mm-hmm. those strings they have like those warning papers on them yeah like, not to, like a choking hazard or whatever i don't know what the warning mm-hmm. are but they have those papers on them right yes like brand new blinds and um so i had those papers in my hand and like i had ripped them off and um, I was standing in front of Jeremy and he's sleeping on the couch and no. I was just staring at him. When I woke up, I was looking at him no. and I had the papers in my hands and I don't know what the, f- like, I was like, what the fuck? And it took me a really long time to tell him because I didn't want him to freak out. But mm-hmm. yeah, dude, it was really, really weird. No, Yeah, it was really fucking creepy. And That's scary. Yeah. And I think a couple months, that was, we didn't even live in that house for a year. I think we lived in it for like, uh, maybe like nine months or some shit. And uh, that was, I think that was the last time. I know there was another time that I got up because I went to sleep and I dreamt about something that had to do with my grandma. And she kept telling me not to forget a cup. It was like a Mother's Day cup or some shit. And she kept telling me not to forget my cup because I kept forgetting it at her house. And I was like, okay, I won't forget. Well, in the dream, I forgot it. And then I run back inside her house and I get the cup and I leave. Well, when I woke up, there was a fucking cup on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I woke up in the middle of the night and I got a cup and then I went and I laid back down and I just put it on my thing. But I was, when I woke up, I was laying down. Like I was, it was like regular waking up. (laughs) But I just had that cup there. Wow. Yeah. And that was the last time. I've never slept walk again. Just three times? Yeah. Or four times if you want to count the cup. Four times. Yeah. That's so strange. Mm -hmm. That's scary. It Um, is. Granted, I I lost my mind a little bit that year, but that might be why. But I honestly think that house was a little bit haunted, so. Because Jeremy even said, like, he could never sleep, like, peacefully in that house because he kept, he would wake up and he thought he could, like, see people, like, but shadow people. Mm -hmm. And then other times he said that, like, in his sleep, or, like, whenever he'd wake up, he felt like he had been, like, dragged through the yard. Like, he felt like he'd been dragged around. So, Weird. yeah, so that was, like, a whole nother fucking thing. I was like, great, now he fucking sees shadow people and I'm sleepwalking. Mm-mm. That just makes me think of paranormal activity when she's just standing there for hours. Word, dude. Oh, my, we watched that movie, oh, I think it was, like, whenever we first moved into, uh, or it was a little bit after, we moved into uh, the apartment after we lived at that house and uh, mm-hmm. we watched that movie and he had never seen it before. So we watched that movie together and oh I was like, dude, I feel like that is how I was. That's what happened whenever I was sleepwalking. Like I was mm-hmm. just staring at you and he just looked at me like, what the Could fuck, you imagine dude? if you didn't know you were doing that and y'all had put cameras up and you dude, saw them and you saw yourself I would have shat that. myself like, nope. Mm-mm. And we yeah. were talking like if we would have stayed in that house for a longer, like would that sh- kind of shit happen? Like would that have happened? Or escalated? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. nope. <laughs> Glad we moved out of there. Yeah, me too. That's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. My mom said that she's recently no! been getting 
Not recent. She's been getting, yeah, recently. She's like, this has never happened until now. And my dad's been having to wake her up because she's been talking <gasps> in her sleep, but <gasps> angrily. No. Like grunt, grunting and growling and stuff. Not growling, Abby. Yes. And he gets fucking scared. And so he'll oh, wake her up and tell her what no. happened. And she said that she'll kind of wake up herself sometimes, like at, towards the end of whatever she's saying. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she doesn't know what's going on. No, dude. Jeremy talks in his sleep, but it's usually stupid shit that he says. But oh, Hunter talks in his sleep no, too. Dude. And it's actual words. So I'm not scared yet. It's pretty funny. Mm, yeah, words. But even then, that is fucking scary. Yeah, because you're, if you're asleep and you're you're waking up to something being said, you're going to be scared because you're like, who the fuck are you talking yeah, to? Yeah, dude. <gasps> if Jeremy falls asleep on the couch like way before we're, he's going to go to bed or, or way before I'm going to go to bed um, mm-hmm. and I'm like sitting at the table or something and it's the middle of the night. One time he was like, he was doing it and he's like, no, I said to get out of the car. And I was like, what? And he's like, no, mm-hmm. that person mind you. And I was like, I'm sitting in the fucking table with empty space behind me. And I'm like, there's someone mm-hmm. behind me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm scared. If I ever wake up and he's like sitting up talking, I'm going to. Dude, just God damn it. I can't. I cannot. I can't. I don't know what it is about that shit. It's so scary. Mm-mm. And the whole, um, insidious like concept Dude, where you can cross in between yes. and shit is that called like astral projection yeah that's astral projection that's pretty much what they what they were portraying in that movie yeah my mom also mm-hmm. tried to do that with her lucid dreaming and i showed her that movie and she was like never mind <laughs> Yeah, if you get lost in there, you can't get brought, brought out yeah, of it. Dude, I want to do it so bad, but that is literally why I will not. And I realized that's what that automatic writing is. That shit that I told you. Yeah, you should try it. We yeah, should try that's it. the same shit. You leave your body so that something else can come in and write for you. And it'll stay. Yeah. Fuck or that. come and go as it pleases. Yeah, that's what... that's When you lose control of that, then you're fucked. But also... Oh, so false memories. Okay, so I randomly remembered like a few years back, but not whenever it was coming out or whatever. There was a show that I finally found out what the fuck it was that was on Disney Channel, but it was strange and it was called So Weird. Do you know what I'm talking about? I loved that show, dude. There's one episode that I was remembering, but I don't know if it's that show or what, or if I'm even, if I'm making up this episode, but I remember someone was in a coma. Mm-hmm. And she had to go – there was a black puma or jaguar or something that she would follow to help her, like a spirit guide or mm-hmm. something. And she had to go into the dream world or whatever and make that person wake up. Is that one of the episodes from that show? I don't remember if it was one of them from that. But, I mean, that's on Disney+, Plus, so you could find out easily. Yeah, I would have to watch all of oh, them yeah. or, like, read all the descriptions. I added it to my watch list, but it's just freaking me out because for some, like for so many years, I've been Googling that in different phrases to see if I could find it. It sounds familiar, but I don't know if it's that show or not. Maybe somebody that's listening. the, yeah, hopefully someone can um, help me because I, it freaks me out when I, when I'm either remembering something wrong or it's a false memory mm-hmm. because then it makes me question every other memory that I have. And I'm like, Oh God. Um, but yeah, she's, there's somebody in a coma and I don't know if it's one of her friends or if she, cause 
don't they like go and like help people that have like weird cases? I thought or she helped like the actual ghosts or whatever it is. Thing, something like that. I, I do need to rewatch that whole show, but um, I got sidetracked with Lizzie McGuire. But anyways, that's beside the point. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so there's somebody in a coma or something and she goes into the world that that person's in and it's like a faded black and white world. And she's following this huge Jaguar around to try to find the person and like wake them up. But it's just so eerie looking, like in my memory anyways. So it's kind of weird and it scared me. But anyways, that's that's that. Dude, it's weird how memories work though. Like you're not, you don't ever remember the actual memory. You just remember the last time that you remembered it. I know. I hate I it. Heard, I think Didn't it was you either you or it? some other podcast. Yeah, it, it was either you or some other podcast I was listening to that said that recently. And I was like, oh my God, you're Eddie, right. So we can't even. I could have sworn what? you said that. I honestly think that you have said that in another episode of ours. Well, I would have to re-listen because I don't know. Maybe I did because that was whenever I had heard someone else say yeah. it. But I do know that I heard it from someone else recently because I thought our memories were pretty reliable. So then that just goes into crime and the legal system and if we can rely on people's witness accounts. Well, that's why or- like witnesses aren't very – they're not like set in stone kind of shit. It's true. It's true. We used to rely more on like polygraph tests and eyewitness accounts, but now at least now there's way more surveillance like Chris Watts and um, Gannon Stock or Staunch? Staunch? Something. (laughs) (laughs) That damn word is haunting us. Gannon Stock, I think his name is. His stepmom was also caught lying about that he didn't come home. There's a recent case and they found his body and it's very sad, but um, someone's camera saw that she got him in the car. And just like with Chris Watts, a neighbor's camera saw him loading something into the truck and then leaving. Mm-hmm. So with we're losing some ways of catching criminals and then we're gaining ways in catching criminals. So I don't know. It's a win lose win win just depends on the situation. But I agree. Did you ever see a movie called, they (gasps) please don't please don't don't do it don't start talking about it because i literally scariest movies i've ever seen in my life and i was only like 10 years old when i saw it. i think i was maybe like 13 or 14 and i went with my best friend um at the time aaron (laughs) yeah and dude we literally ran up into Mm -hmm. like where you like the hallway to leave and we were like screaming i couldn't I couldn't. The ending, dude. I still refuse to watch it. I still refuse. I don't even think we watched the end because I was so scared. Oh, God. I'm so glad you didn't watch the end. I remember telling people the story the next day at school during breakfast. I remember being, I remember the last that I watched, unless it was the end. Isn't she like mm-hmm. in a sewer or something and they get her? They, she goes to her room. Like, <gasps> nobody believed her, and they pull her into her closet, dude, her own fucking closet. Oh, and there's no. a shit ton of- no, 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 no. I don't think I, I watched it. I wonder if anyone else has seen that movie. You, I don't think I watched the end. I haven't seen that. It used to come out on AMC a lot. I think that's how I saw it was on TV. Mm-mm. I think they, oh, I used to love whenever I'd come home, and it was um, Friday, and they would do Fear Friday night or whatever. You're fucking crazy. Fear Fridays on AMC. And I would just sit there and watch whatever was on TV. But Mm -mm. 
They is one of the scariest movies, and it made me never want to sleep again. Because that was another thing. Like, they didn't want to go to sleep because they would get taken. Yeah, it was fucking terrifying. And I tried really hard to erase that shit out of my memory. So I literally don't remember anything except that one part. And she's, like, struggling to get away from them. But I don't... Mm-hmm. It was really fucking terrifying. Like, the ending of... The ending of Drag Me to Hell fucking scarred me for life, too. And I... Uh, whenever you think it's all resolved... Yes, it's not, dude. Those sucks. movies fuck me up. Me, too. That one fucked me up. I was like, what? And the fucking look on her face when they drag her to hell. Like, the fucking CGI they did for that shit was fucking mm-hmm. terrifying. It looked way mm-hmm. too goddamn real. I was like, this is the first time, like the rest of the movie was shit. The end is what fucking fucked me up. That's on a lot of lists of uh, most horrifying endings. Yeah. That's on a lot of those lists. And then fucking Justin Long's face when he fucking watches her being pulled. Down. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> he's so hot. Ew. It's so funny that you mentioned him because I think he's hot. I liked him in Jeepers Creepers and I liked him in Tusk. Have you seen Tusk? Jeremy told me not to watch it, so I didn't. I mean, it's bad, but it's good. I didn't. I don't even think he finished it. State. Has he seen Red State? It's uh, another Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith. Movie. I think he has. I think he's talked about it before. It's about like religious fanatics. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure he's seen it before then. Um, Tusk. Oh my god. Mm-mm. He would probably mm. like. Uh, he would probably like a movie called Come to Daddy. It's with um, who's the creepy guy from Lord of the Rings? Um, there's several. He's not creepy. Go I wouldn't say creepy because I picture him from Sin City and he has big <gasps> eyes. Oh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Ever since I saw Sin City, yeah, I you sent me that him. picture and I was like, what the fuck? Why? Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I just traumatized you, you over and over. Do. Like, well, when are you going to give me some back? Dang. I try and you're like, oh, I've already seen that. Oh, that's it? That's what's scary? <laughs> and I'm like fucking petrified. I can barely even spit it out. And you're like, that's it? <laughs> my generation is very detached. It's not my fault. Yeah, I'm the biggest chicken in the entire world. <laughs> I fucking live for it, but... At the same time, I'm like, please, no. Like, I still am terrified of Jeepers Creepers. I cannot go outside at night because that's all I picture. That's all I picture. So I'm like scuttling back inside, like, quickly, quickly. I'm like, what was that? The last time, what was that? The last time I was very genuinely scared was I was writing like a journal entry on my laptop in the living room and the dogs were quiet. I was listening to like Lana with my headphones on. The dogs were like fully asleep next to me on the couch. And all of a sudden they all perk up their ears and start barking. And I take my headphones out and it's dead silent, but they're still barking. And I'm like, what's going no, on here? No. Cassandra wasn't home either that night. No, no. It was like 10. And uh, I was like, is there somebody at the door or something? Like, I always get paranoid about that. Because sometimes people, what if people just, like, walk around and, like, check if doors are, like, locked? Dude, for real. That scares me, too. The world is a scary place. Always have a plan. Always have your phone charged. Because that's another thing, dude. A lot of people, and it's funny because I, I, that's the first thing I look at now when somebody shares a screenshot of something people's phones are always dying oh, yeah. dude <laughs> i'm like what the fuck are you doing not having your phone fully charged are you really just on it watching videos all day without i use the low battery mode when it hits half battery just because i'm scared of it dying there are times when i let my phone die mm-hmm. but that's only like once a week 
I don't even think that happens to me once a week. I literally have my phone charging all the time. Yeah, I charge it overnight mostly just so that I don't like miss my alarm for some reason. But um, God, that bothers me so much. Their batteries on red, like it's a red, it's lit up red. And I'm like, how does that happen? And you're over here screenshotting and getting on social media and shit. <laughs> plug your damn phone in. Because if some shit happens and everybody else doesn't have their phone and you have yours and you're dialing and it goes black right as they answer. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Have a plan. Always have your phone and have it charged. Everybody, listen. If you don't have a weapon, at least have your damn phone on you that's charged. These phones are, like, so heavy. You could hit somebody with it. I mean... (laughs) Always fight back. What's your advice for um, scary situations? Um, Hide. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Run away. Yeah, run the fuck away. Run away, Simba, and never return. That's exactly what you got to do. Be prepared. That one's mine. Uh, uh, You just run away. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all should go look it up because there are plenty more sleepwalking. If you want to get more scared or learn about different ways that people have accidentally killed people, it's like on historycollection.co. And uh, it gives a whole list of names and all the situations that they went through and and in detail and it's pretty good so there's far more than i included i did use a list that was mentioned on a rob gavigan youtube channel it used to be called his channel used to be called rob dyke but um youtube was getting too touchy about that was his actual last name and they were upset so he had to change his name on his own YouTube channel. But anyways, he has a lot of really good videos up of creepy things and lists called Terrifying Tins or something like that. Mm. And it was on a list of top 10 sleepwalking incidents or something like that. So that's what I used. And then I used the articles that I mentioned as I said them. So people should comment on the Instagram posts this week. If you have any strange happenings or goings on while you're sleeping, if you've ever woken up in front of the fridge or um, (laughs) anything like that, please share it because that would be interesting to read. And we enjoy whenever people comment on our stuff. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. Give me the creeps. So did we give you the creeps?